These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. Water users in the Lower Hunter welcomed an easing in restrictions on Monday. Hunter Water decided to reduce restrictions from Level 2 to Level 1 after healthy rainfall over the past fortnight. Chester Dam was at one... Chester Dam was at 100% and Grahamstown at 59. However, Singleton residents are still subject to level 2 restrictions. A 17-year-old boy from Wonji Wonji was arrested after he was allegedly caught supplying MDMA pills at a music festival in Sydney at the weekend. Officers were conducting a high-visibility operation in conjunction with the organisers of the Good Life Lost City Under-18s Festival on Saturday night when they detected 14 teenagers with prohibited drugs. The 17-year-old was charged with supplying an indictable quantity of a prohibited drug after he was allegedly found with 75 MDMA tablets. He was also charged with resist police and possession of a knife in a public place. Hunter Valley Police investigated a crash at Buckety which claimed the life of a motorcyclist. The 59-year-old from Mardi was riding north of the Great North Road at about 4.30 on Sunday afternoon when it was believed he crossed to the wrong side of the road and crashed into an oncoming SUV. Both vehicles crashed down a ravine with the motorcyclist winched out by a helicopter. However, he died a short time later. A 44-year-old woman from Paxton who was driving the SUV escaped with minor injuries. She was taken to hospital for mandatory testing. There was fresh hope the much-loved Lexi's Cafe at Stockton could be reopened. Cafe owner Nick Savetchley's and Newcastle City Council announced they were working on a plan which centres on securing insurance for the building. In the meantime, a temporary cafe was opened to the east of the Stockton Ferry Terminal, likely to be called Lexi's on the River. Lexi's on the Beach was closed indefinitely last week after an engineer's report found the building was at imminent risk of wave impact in a one-in-two-year storm event. In an effort to curb street crime, a new high-visibility policing unit was launched on Monday in Newcastle. The sergeant and five constables were stationed at Newcastle Police Station. They were to be deployed across all Hunter Police Districts to undertake foot patrols. It's thought the addition of highly visible police officers would cut the crime rate and add to public safety and community well-being. A unanimous call was made from councillors at a Lake Macquarie Council meeting on Monday night. The council faced harsh scrutiny following revelations they borrowed the money to prop up their budget from a fund contributed to by developers to build community infrastructure. CEO of Lake Macquarie Council Morgan Cameron said council still stands by the move and would be making a public report on the loan available on their website. A national infrastructure wish list was released and included a few major projects for the Hunter. The $1.6 million redevelopment of the John Hunter Hospital plans to create a deep water container terminal in Newcastle. The M1 Raymond Terrace extension and the Singleton and Musselbrook bypasses all made the latest priority list. Williamtown residents reached an in-principle agreement with the federal government to settle a class action over the PFAS contamination crisis. The details were yet to be finalised. However, the government said it remains committed to engaging with a local community. At this stage, the terms of the agreement remain confidential and are subject to formal consideration by the federal government. However, it was revealed compensation would be provided to the residents in the class action. Former Swansea MP and convicted pedophile Milton Orkopoulos was put back behind bars after having his parole revoked. The 62-year-old was found to have breached parole conditions twice since being released from jail in December. Former Night star Jared Mullen was looking to make a return to professional rugby after avoiding a jail sentence for supplying cocaine. The 32-year-old was instead handed a three-year community corrections order, along with 300 hours of community service. He's still banned from the NRL until January next year, but was hoping to make a return to professional rugby league and become a role model to younger players. 
The University of Newcastle launched an urgent review into the underpayment of staff. There were reports the university underpaid 42 casual workers by $64,000 over the past six years. Vice-Chancellor Alex Zielinski emailed staff advising of the potential anomalies in payments to casual professional and teaching staff, saying they primarily related to the application of penalty rates. A Hunter Valley community group accused Hunter Water of ignoring years of community consultation over proposals for two new dams in the region. Community engagement on the Lower Hunter Water Plan showed the majority of respondents preferred water recycling and harvesting as the top two options ahead of building dams, which came in at number five on the list. Hunter Water has now put forward the idea of building dams at Limeburners Creek and Upper Chester. However, the Save the Williams River Coalition said dams are expensive to build and will have a major impact on the environment and the viability of agriculture in the Dungog Shire. Hunter Water said they are still exploring all water-saving options. And in sport, over the weekend in the W League, the Jets suffered their worst loss ever, going down 7-0 at number two sports ground. New addition Bernie Ibini said he believes the Jets are still in with a chance of making the A-League playoffs. The 27-year-old joined Newcastle on a three-month deal and could be seen on the field as early as this Saturday's game at McDonald Jones Stadium when Newcastle hosts Perth Glory. And Welsh international Joe Ledley was also added as a new addition to the squad. The Knights reportedly offered Kalen Ponga a record $4.5 million for the next four years with the option of leaving in the final year if the 21-year-old wants to play in the Rugby World Cup. Knights legend Denny Badiris said his passion for the club and a desire to be part of its resurgence was behind his decision to take on the general manager of football role. He'll step into the shoes left by Brian Kenavan, with club management believing his passion for the red and blue will rub off on players across all grades.